1: What is going on, all of you beautiful listeners? Welcome back to The Dagger, the podcast where we cover all things NBA and the top news in all of basketball. I am Taylor Call. I am joined by the boys, Deion Franklin, BJ Johnson. hello to the people. What's good? What's good? What do you Quick reminder to follow us on social media at the Dagger Podcast on instagram facebook tiktok twitter all the things follow us interact with us let us know what you guys think we love hearing from you guys today you are on the verge of we're, we're starting our countdown to all-star weekend Been getting those fan vote returns back like we talked about last week but today we're going to be giving you guys our full all-star teams who do we think deserves to be in cleveland as an all-star this year we're going to talk about that we also have it's about halfway through the season time flies when you're having fun it's been a wild nba season so far so we're going to give out our mid-season awards full set of awards six man most improved rookie of the year so on and so forth let you guys know what we think and then That doesn't take too long. We're going to talk about the Sixers a little bit. Sixers are back. They're hot. Are we taking them seriously yet? Or do we still have to see more from them all along with our five games of the week? But first, you guys already know what it is. We got some awards to give out for the week. Hooper of the Week. Good Hustle Award. Dion, take it away with your Hooper of the Week.
2: All right. This week, Hooper of the Week is going to be quick and easy. It's going to be Nicola Jokic he has been on a tear lately he's he had four triple doubles in a row and it's not 10 10 10 or something like that like he had 30 15 and 12 or whatever 49 14 and 10 that is insane to me all whilst shooting above 60 from the field this is unbelievable MVP caliber uh he is my uh Hooper of the week. He also been playing like pretty good defense because he has, he's averaging two steals a game in the past five games, and that's insane from a center. While also like getting a couple of blocks here and there, but he's a he's a force to be reckoned with.
1: And yeah, absolutely. I think you could very easily make the argument that Nikola Jokic today might be the most skilled player in the league. He does mm-hmm. he does it all. Mm-hmm. He's just basically like if Chris Paul was seven feet tall. Yeah, like that's a I, pretty
2: good comparison, actually.
1: I, honestly, <laughs> yeah, like <Right. laughs> it's not like Chris Paul has much better vision, if it is better at all. Like,
2: yeah, it's, yeah. and he's the it like on that team, like everybody's injured. So it's yeah. mind boggling to me how they're sixth with a like a positive record. Right, it's wild to me.
1: That's that just reflects how good great he's been this season. Yeah, he's that whole team right now. Yeah, very very deserving. I mean, we could technically give him Hooper of the week every week, probably. Yeah. yeah, But, you know we like to keep it fresh, so <laughs> can't can't do that. But obviously very deserving. A lot of people have him as the MVP right now, so we'll see. I have to show him some love. BJ, who's hooping this week for you?
3: Hooper of the week has got to go to none other than. The alma mater, the place of champions, the, the best place on earth. Marquette, Golden Eagles, baby. Let's go. Six straight wins. Uh, four out of those six are against ranked teams. Uh, fun fact, Marquette is actually the team of the week in the NCAA, and they are now officially ranked 22nd overall. I think they're going to keep climbing. Uh, Shaka's got the program looking completely different. Um this team has nine new scholarship players, very young team. But uh, we also have Justin Lewis, who I think is going to be a legit candidate for Biggie's player of the year. Mm-hmm. So, Baby. yeah. Yeah, Faux PF, AKA Justin <laughs> Lewis, uh, going crazy. But Marquette Golden Eagles on fire as of recently. They mm-hmm. took it to Villanova at Nova. The, I smacked Providence by 30. I was at the game. You had. Even the elderly are ready to get out there and suit up just to help out. So great, <laughs> great overall team win. You know, Marquette baby.
2: Yeah, they've been they've been going crazy this past couple of weeks, and it's all because of Shaka. Like Shaka just came in and turned around the program. They started off real hot during the, the beginning of the season. Then they kind of cooled off a little bit at the end of the non-conference schedule. But now, boy. If we were not gonna get a number next to our name this week, it was, uh. it was gonna be hell to pay. It was really? gonna be hell to pay. And like you said, Jay Lou, aka Little Baby, O.P.F. It, amazing! Like his draft stock has to have risen like so much this past week because he. Bit, I think they post they posted a picture today on Marquette basketball. I think he averaged like twenty and ten while shooting fifty percent from the field this past couple of weeks. Yeah, walked double insane.
1: double in college. Double, that's double. crazy. He's that Come dude, man. He's that dude. hmm Oh I yeah. I mean, Marquette took a pretty bad loss to Creighton, I want to say like a month ago. And ever since yeah. then, nobody is mm-hmm. safe. Yeah. Nobody. They just absolutely nobody snacking ranked team after ranked team. They've blown out a couple. I want to say it was uh is Seaton Seton Hall or Providence? Got absolutely blown out by like yeah, they, they blew the <laughs> brakes off of them. Yeah.
3: Providence is number one in the
1: Big East. Where yeah, they they kicked the doors in on them. Yeah, but some of the yeah, some of these games against ranked teams haven't even been close. So mm-hmm. Marquette is rolling. Love to see that
0: mm-hmm.
1: for the alma mater. Mm-hmm. Love to see that. My Hooper of the week is. I think you've probably detected a theme with many of my Hoopers of the week for I love to recognize good guys in the sport off the court kind of stuff and so this week I found this story and I got to give a hooper of the week to Brandon Ingram and Josh Hart so with with COVID doing what it does um, there's been lots of opportunities this season for uh, players in the G league players who have been undrafted. Uh, so we've seen a lot of rookies, you know, late twenties, you know, who have been toiling for a while, finally getting to play in the NBA, finally getting a shot or veterans who have been long. We thought were long gone only for them to come back. Um, and for the Pelicans it was one of these players a player by the name of Jose Alvarado been in the G league for a minute. Um, getting to play some minutes for the Pelicans while guys have been out. And he's from New York city and the Pelicans were at Madison square garden and Jose was making his debut and good guys, Brandon Ingram and Josh Hart bought over 20 tickets for Jose Alvarado's family and friends to come watch him play at Madison Square Garden, completely out of their own pockets. Brandon Egram even went over there, gave um, Jose's brother a signed jersey and everything. And that's just, those those are good guys, man. Like, that's that's just a really classy move. I mean, it's been a nightmare season for the Pelicans. Yeah. But, you know, good good for them to find a bright spot and all of that. So you, you love to see that. Yeah. Good on Jose great. Alvarado for finding his way into the league, for playing hard. And good on Brandon Ingram from Josh Hart for giving him love. Yeah.
3: He got yeah. the postgame interview too. And he was just like super emotional. And they got the win. Like my man yeah. was actually yeah. playing big time minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: man. Well, yeah. It's an inspiration. How can he not yeah. get Hooper of the week? Thanks. Big time. Great story. Love to see it. All right. After all that. <laughs> went a little too high there let's come back down let's get negative shall we Uh, my good hustle award comes from the nfl playoffs and it's about a week (laughs) old uh over the weekend we saw some magnificent nfl football you'll love to see that but the dallas cowboys were not a part of it and that would be because the dallas cowboys lost in their very first playoff game to the san francisco 49ers and Many Cowboys fans, as they exclaim every year, you know, had made up their minds that this was their year. They expected to come out and blow the brakes off the 49ers, but were shocked at home when the 49ers beat them. But one of the biggest things to come out of that game was all of the pictures of the sad Cowboys fans (laughs) in AT&T Arena in (laughs) Dallas just all of these fans just sad as can be crying shocked and one in particular seemed to make the rounds of a very interesting looking kind of guy in his 30s that's kind of like a man bun going on and like a i don't know different looking kind of dude and he's holding this girl and this girl is upset she's crying and like you know he was kind of the poster child for cowboys and you know, not not making as deep into the playoffs as they thought they would. Well, there's more to this story about this Cowboys fan because apparently what's been making the rounds is his girlfriend, who is not the girl with him at the game, finally had to go public and say, yes, I'm aware my boyfriend was on national TV.
0: Oh, my No, God. that's
1: not me. No, we're not together anymore. And so my man was caught at 4K on national TV with his side piece at the Dallas Cowboys playoff game. And so my man, you got to be a little bit more discreet if you're going to be, you know, slowing mm. around, <laughs> cheating on your girl. You got to be a little bit more discreet. That's you crazy. have
3: got to be joking. I know exactly the fan you're talking about. Like when the camera yep. came to him, it looked yep. like a heartfelt moment. Like, babe, it's not yep. our year. AKA, this ain't even babe. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he left the, he wow. left the girlfriend at home.
1: That is tough.
3: Oh, what? That, what
1: what lo- that blew my mind. My <laughs> man took <laughs> two L's in one day. Two <laughs> <I'm> massive L's. <laughs> I have so
2: many questions, but Ooh. we just don't know. <laughs> so many questions. This is wild. Yo, oh um, my, can y'all see
3: him, My guy, right? Oh my, <laughs> <laughs> like up, I mean, the, the audience obviously can't see it, but my man has got her, he got her booed up all oh, close. And he's probably looking like, damn, I'm on TV right now. I think that's what's going through his mind. He yeah. knows, like, that he's like, yeah,
1: I'm my <laughs> man taking two L's in one. And he got day. The, the, the fake
3: uh chain on right there. He's got the, <laughs> The Miami turnover chain—it's just a bad day for my guy right
2: there.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: wow!
1: I mean, you got some stones taking your side chick to,
3: right.
1: to the you know NFL playoff game and sitting lower bowl where the TV cameras could see you. Mm-hmm. That, that's Should we have been a
3: nosebleed with that kind of behavior?
1: I mean, for that stunt, my man, you you got to get a good hustle award. 100, you got to one hundred percent. I mean, first, you know, the whole infidelity thing, not great. Dude, <laughs> not great. The lack of discretion is unforgivable. Come on, man. What, what, are you, what are you doing? So sad, sad Cowboys fan. Still don't know your name, but good Good hustle, Jerry, my man. Jerry, Jerry, <laughs>
2: Jerry. You are not the father. <laughs>
1: Damn it. I mean, like, Cowboys losing, I mean, I hate to say it, it's probably some karma. Yeah. yeah. Some karma had to be involved all right vj who's hustling
3: <sighs> good hustlers gotta go to this actually probably will bring some out of dion's fix i gotta give it to the utah jazz uh utah jazz <laughs> let's go um early in out. the episode fuck the There's jazz everything. let's go <laughs> bring it to me v <laughs> that was like an alley <laughs> um, so ever since Christmas time, when they they barely won against that Mavs team that wasn't even the Mavs, they have been on a very rough stretch. They're actually two and seven in their last nine games. They lost to the Rockets. Uh, They lost to the Lakers, which I don't know what that's worth these days, but they have not been playing good basketball. (laughs) They they lost last night, actually, to the Warriors. But I mean, that's okay. It's the Warriors, I'll give them that. But the Jazz have not been good in the month of January. They've lost their third uh, spot in the West to the hot Memphis Grizzlies. But I don't know. It seems like the Jazz are turned into the Jazz earlier than we expected in the regular season usually they have a great regular season and they fall from the playoffs but they're kind of looking like the old jazz you know right now as we finish out the regular season two and seven not great, not great. oh you gotta love it oh you got oh you gotta <laughs> love it
1: it's, it's so bad i've heard rumors that the jazz are putting out feelers for donovan mitchell to see if they were to move him what they what can he's not
2: even the problem
1: now, calm down i'm not dropping a woad bomb i was gonna say <laughs> whoa no whoa. he's not but the jazz it, i'm just saying the jazz might be thinking through some things it's got it's gotten so bad so I, I i do not think they're going to trade donovan mitchell that would be really dumb but they made some inquiries Wow. Based on what I've read. So
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: not, not, great. <laughs> not, not great. Dion who, who's hustling. All right.
2: I got another easy one for me this week. Comes from the Lakers, a guy that is probably going to be not his last time on the good hustle awards for the year. And that is Russell Westbrook. Or sh- shall I rename him Russell Westbrick, as many people say? That is his legal name. That is his new legal name. Uh, so a couple months ago, maybe a month and a half ago, a video surfaced of him during a basketball game, shooting a mid-range and hitting the top of the backboard, which for the life of me, I can't comprehend how that happens for an NBA player. So it's okay. I gave him a pass. That was one time, you know. Slipped past, but to have it happen again, not a month later, is unacceptable. This two times a superstar player shooting a basketball from the mid-range, hitting the top of the backboard. How does that happen? I don't understand. And just for that, you have you have earned a good hustle award because it's not it's not acceptable. It's just not acceptable. Is that a good
1: hustle award number three for Westbrook? So far, I don't even know, but yeah. he deserves way more than
3: well. that. Triple doubles, right Can I... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was that was kind of rough.
2: It doesn't. Even, that's not a slip. Like if it happens more than one, and it never happened in his career before.
1: Like what is happening? Yeah, his shooting in general is just horrendous. I, it's, I'm uh, speechless. I
3: thought a stat. I think he's got more turnovers than more made jump shots this season. So like, yeah, yeah, that was worth Montrez, Kentavious, Kuz. that was worth whatever they gave up. Sure.
1: Sure. Just like we could give Jokic Hooper of the week probably every week so far this season, you could give Russell Westbrook a good hustle yep. or just about every He's week. His counterpart in the but in
3: the, negative. the the Rockets are willing to hear offers on John Wall. They they're thinking about a Westbrook John Wall swap, and it's reported that the Rockets are. Would
1: would maybe do it? So really, like, see that's the I thing would, is trading trading for a washed up point guard who can't shoot is how the Lakers got into this mess. <laughs> that,
3: whoa, John Wall is better than Westbrook though at this point. Yeah,
1: yeah at this point. Well, oh, yeah. the tr- the truth is we don't know. We haven't seen John Wall play no, very much basketball. Give me
3: John at all, Wall. In three. Years. I, what he was doing last year, I'll take John Wall. I'll it's take anybody
1: over Russell Westbrook. I'll give you that. I'll it's take anybody I mean, this is a Rockets team that doesn't even want them on the floor. So yeah. um, doesn't doesn't bode well. <laughs> but fair, fair enough. All right. Let's get into this all-star, our all-star rosters, shall we? Let's do it. So let's let's, let's talk about the all-star teams because I think either this week or next week, the all-star starters are going to be announced. And so with that being said, let's, we went ahead and came up with our full teams for the all-star game. So divided into East and West five starters, seven reserves, just like this will be this season. No, we did not bother into to take the top vote getters and try and project how they will draft their teams. Doesn't seem like that would be a difficult thing to do, but yeah, um, Without further ado, Dion, let's let's just start with the starters. Who are your five starters for the Eastern Conference? For the East,
2: I think he's pretty like, set, in my opinion at least. And I have Demar and Trey for my guards because Damar is considered a guard. And then I have KD, Giannis,
1: and Embiid. And I don't think there's any debate in that. KD, Giannis, and Embiid. Interesting.
2: Mm-hmm. Not considering injuries.
1: Yeah. So we're not taking injuries into account. We're taking into account of who's an all-star or not, but we're not going to worry about who will and won't be healthy for the all-star game itself. Mm -hmm. This is just purely based on merit. This is who we think deserves to be an all-star this season. See, it's interesting that you said that because I have DeMar DeRozan as a forward because he is a forward
2: but not so. in the voting, so you have to They consider him as a guard.
1: Because if he if he gets the most votes as a guard, he's going to be a guard. He's going to be in regard. That's the thing. is, It's my list, so I don't have to do anything. And so since DeMar DeRozan so, is a forward. I mean, okay. Yeah. <laughs> mine, My sass came out there. But, no, but it's, it's, he's a, he's a forward. So I put him as a forward. I don't know why on the all-star ballot he's a guard. Makes no sense to me. I thought we had to, to play me. by the rules,
3: though. I thought we were going
2: after yeah.
1: the rules of. We are playing by the rules. He's a forward. But they're he's not. not. He's, not. he's, he's they're a not forward on the
2: court, but not on the ball. <laughs> in 2022,
1: my man is a power forward. He's he not is, even a three. He he's a literally four.
2: leading the, 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 <laughs> the, the votes for guards. I Come know on. it's it's dumb. I don't know why he's a guard. He's not a guard. Well, well, but he is, though. So, like, you have to put it like that.
1: That's like saying LeBron is leading the lead, the voting for guards. They but put he's, not listed
2: as a, he's not listed as a guard. So that's I know that's my point.
1: Anyway, um, I think DeMar is a forward. I don't know why he's listed as a guard. I think that's dumb. So, on my list, he's a forward. So, my East starters, I have uh, Trey Young, Zach Levine, DeRozan, Kevin Durant, and Giannis. You, Joel, not start. You don't have Joel? Well, I, that's the thing, is because I think DeMar is the forward. Now, Joel's the odd man out. He's definitely deserving to start. But that would require me to put That's Demar as a guard. Demar
3: is not a four for All Stars, though.
1: So you would have
3: had room for Joe. Ray.
1: Bro, but you—you you really think your... Demar Derozan is a guard?
3: Yes,
2: for voting. Yeah, for voting.
1: Yes, why? why?
2: Because they have him listed as a guard.
1: NBA did it. No, forget about how the NBA voting has enlisted. I understand that the voting Bro, he's has He's been a shooting a
3: guard career. his whole career, basically. His
1: whole He's been a his whole career. He's he's old old career. All right. He's
3: been a shooting guard <laughs> in Toronto. You can go check. If, if
1: If that's the case, then yes, I moved DeMar into the two and put Joel over Zach Levine. But I disagree with the premise. But.
2: Well, it's like it's not a premise that we made. It's just like how it is in the NBA. It's not. I I, I'm disagreeing. I know
1: I'm disagreeing with the NBA. Well, yeah, this costs fifty dollars. I'm,
3: I'm paying five. No.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, if it's draw five or admit that Demar Derozan is a guard, I'm drawing five. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, then who do you who do you have voting be? Who do you have as your starters then be in the East?
3: Um, in the backcourt. I have DeMar, who I thought was a guard. I have Trey Young (laughs) as my uh, second backcourt player. Then for my three front court, I got Giannis, KD, and Embiid. Those are my five starters.
1: So then just follow follow me on my premise then. If DeMar DeRozan is a forward, let's say the NBA does a complete 180 and says we were wrong, DeMar DeRozan is a forward. Who do you put as that second guard in your starting lineup then? Because I kind of struggled with that.
3: I um, I was actually going to do Darius Garland.
1: Yeah, really. Starting guard, yeah. Yeah. starting. Yeah, mm-hmm. Man,
2: he's been going crazy as a guard. Like, uh, it was is it's a fight for me between Garland and Lamelo, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Lamelo's been putting up numbers and his team has been doing really good, but Darius has been has took a much bigger step this this season, and his team has play, has a couple more wins. So I would put, probably put Darius.
1: Interesting. Okay, well then. With that being said, Dion, who are your seven reserves then?
2: Uh, TC, don't kill me for it. Okay. You gotta be joking. Uh, I have... (laughs) (laughs) I have LaMelo. I have Jimmy. I have Jared Allen. I have Darius Garland. I have Jason Tatum. I have James Harden and Zach
1: Levine. Those are my reserves. You put... James Harden over Jalen Brown every day in 2022. Yes. Am I in some kind of alternate reality where James Harden is? Bro, the Celtics are
2: eighth. They don't deserve anything.
1: They barely got JT in for me. So what the Nets are in first? That doesn't mean James Harden has had a better season than Jalen Brown has. But he has though. Has he? Yes. He's averaging 2010, 28 and 8. I mean, I disagree, but (laughs) DJ, who, who are your seven reserves?
3: Uh, my seven reserves are I got Zach Levine as my guard, Darius Garland, if I didn't start him from that last question. I got Jimmy Butler, um, Jared Allen, Jason Tatum, James Harden, and LaMelo as well.
1: Interesting. So we have a couple of differences of opinion because my East reserves – are Joel Embiid, because I started Zach Levine based on the disagreement about DeMar's <laughs> position. So Joel Embiid, I have Jason Tatum. I do have Jalen Brown. I have Jimmy Butler. I have Bam Adebayo, who I still think is an all-star.
2: I, I wanted to put him in. He missed two didn't months. didn't play enough games for me. Yeah. missed two months. I...
1: <sighs> I like I hear that, but I feel like everybody has missed at least a little bit. Well, fair missed almost he, I don't know. A he,
2: he also hasn't played what? as well though as he as he played last year, in my opinion, though. That's just
1: my opinion. I, I, and then I have I have Lamelo Ball and I have Fred Van Bleet. That's you don't have James Harden? I don't have James Harden. He's
2: 23, 8, and 10. How do you not have him?
1: And they're second. I mean, the reason I don't have James Harden is his scoring is down. He's shooting 41% from the field and he's averaging five turnovers a game. I don't know how you can say that this season alone, he's definitively much better than Fred Van Bleet. Definitively he is, though. better than Jalen Brown. I, I he's, don't think he's, he's scoring really. one less
2: points, getting seven more assists and two more rebounds than Jalen Brown. He's, scoring he's also turning the ball
1: over a ton. He's been really inefficient.
2: But between the two. Uh one team is in second, one team is in eighth.
1: But it's the all-star game. How do you, how do you give MVP. how do you
2: give the Celtics the, two super two all-stars? I guess it depends the-
1: on your criteria. I've never considered the all-star game a measure of value. It's just the individual player. You can your team can be in last, but if you're balling okay. out of control, then you deserve to be an all-star. Well, oh, fair. how how are James Harden's stats not better than Jalen Brown's? I for me it's the turnovers and the shooting percentage.
2: Okay, there's a million other stats.
1: I mean, you act like he's averaging 28 points a game. He's averaging a little over 22. Yeah 22,
2: 22. yeah, 22. He's averaging, yeah, he's averaging one less point than Jalen Brown. He's averaging two more rebounds, what well, one rebound and a half more, and seven more assists. Seven. On significantly one, more two, shots. Seven.
1: And then Jalen Brown plays way better defense, too. I think in 2022, I think Jalen Brown is more of an all-star than James Harden is. Okay. <clears throat> All right. James Harden is a much bigger name. He's been a much more established player. But I think if you put on the blinders and you put them head to head this season, I think Jalen Brown has been better. How?
3: That's a a tough debate. But I think at some point in the all star voting, like I know it's about individual play, but you got to kind of reward winning in some fashion. And I think like a big reason why the Nets are as good as they are is because Harden has been. He's been willing to take that backseat role. But he's putting up 22-8-10, and 10, which I feel is a pretty good all-around game. I do get the turnovers are bad. And Jalen Brown obviously deserving. But with the Celtics being eighth, like I, it's hard to reward them with two all-stars. But I don't know. It, it's tough because it could go either way. But I feel like James Harden, you got to reward the Nets for, you know, some kind of a winning percentage versus the celtics kind of underachieving
2: and also like if you're talking about turnovers jalen brown
1: is averaging three a game so am i missing something i mean i like i said but james jalen brown also plays defense james harden doesn't (laughs) what do you mean okay it's It's true
2: like the defense is just one aspect of the game how are you gonna like reward like one part of the game only because you right now you're only putting him in because of his defense. There's nothing else that, no. he, that
1: he's doing better. And efficiency.
2: He has three turnovers. It's not like he's shooting sixty <laughs> percent.
1: He's shooting a much better percentage than James Harden is. Uh, what is James Harden shooting? Forty one percent. Jalen Brown is forty five. Yeah, that's almost five percentage points higher. What are we talking about right
2: now? James Harden. What are you talking about? Double. How do you not have him in?
1: Because he's really inefficient and just turned the ball over and doesn't oh, play Christ. defense. Oh, Jesus Christ. But what does
3: Jalen Brown's numbers get the Celtics? Though? Like, exactly. He's, he's, but what has his numbers really done to get the Celtics anywhere, though?
1: Like I said, I Celtics haven't been great, well-documented. But this mm-hmm. is the All-Star game. It's not the MVP voting or All-Pro. No, voting. but you
3: still got to reward winning. I mean, All-Stars should help you win games. That's what I feel like. It can't just be, oh, you're an, you're an efficient two-way player. That's got to mean something in, in the win in the win column.
1: I mean, I, I, you can take it into account, but like Trey Young is still clearly an all-star starter to me, and the Hawks haven't been good. Yeah, but Jalen
3: Brown isn't playing nearly as well as Trey Young. Young. I mean, that's that's fair. I, I feel
1: like the all-star game, because A, it's in the middle of the season. We don't know where everybody is going to finish. Yes, the Celtics mm-hmm. haven't been good so far. I get it. But at the same time, All-Star is, a, is an individual event. It's about the players themselves. Yes. And so how, well,
2: It's an individual event. And James Harden has better stats and his team is playing better. And he's a, a little less efficient. Am I, what, what am I not computing right now?
1: I'm confused. I mean, I, we can disagree about a little, little, a little less efficient. I feel like he's been much less efficient. 3% but... less and one turnover or two turnovers less. Four percent, two more yeah, turnovers. Yeah, shooting forty-two. Like 40, forty-one point yes. nine. That that is that's what we're disagreeing about. And I mean, I James Harden only scores one more point a game, and then passes better. Yeah.
3: Many more assists
2: and seven more
1: assists is not just like one or two. Anyway, that that's my criteria. <laughs> that's I feel like about, James Harden so hasn't played. He's played that a well double double him. right now. I'm I'm not saying he's a bum. He is good. If he got yeah. in, I wouldn't be upset. But on my list, no, I don't think he gets in. I forgot where we're at. VJ, have you said your <laughs> reserves yet? Yeah, no, I think I just said mine.
3: I was last, I think.
1: I mean, it broke. Last year, there were nine spots for, there were nine reserves, and I thought there were going to be nine reserves this year. And so it broke my heart to take a couple of guys off there. So, yeah, yeah. somebody
3: getting snubbed this year. Yeah, you
1: know? there's going to be some snubs. Somebody by the way. getting snubbed. There's in the East, especially, I feel like there's probably about 13 guys who are deserving at the end of the day. And me personally, maybe it's just a little bit of bias. I like to see the younger guys get in. If you've been an all-star five, six, seven times before, um, obviously, it's not going to be nearly as much as guys who haven't gotten it before or still you know, young in their career. So I like to see the, the younger guys get in as well. So, all right, let's talk about the West then. So Dion, who are your West Western Conference starters?
2: Uh, my starters might might be a little different from you
1: you is, but I have Steph and
2: Ja as guards, and I have Braun, I have Jokic, and then I have Cat as my fifth starter. Actually,
1: you have Cat starting.
2: Yeah. Damn. I, it's just like I I I don't I won't put Andrew Wiggins. I won't put. <laughs> uh, 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 what's called? i won't put uh gobert i won't put ad
3: so i feel like yeah, it's it's slim pickings in the western
1: yeah it's really yeah. slim pickings in the West i'll be perfectly honest i kind of cheated with mine because i didn't like <laughs> same as you i didn't like any of the other forwards yeah so i put uh same as you except for cat i put devin booker as a starter Technically that's three guards, but are we not just we just, just not gonna follow the rules? Every time we just going to right. what am I supposed to do? Put Andrew Wiggins or Draymond the Green cat. as the starter? Like I can't do it. I won't <laughs> do right, it. So if we if we didn't we didn't have to follow no rules,
3: it's like, really.
2: my, my world it's my rules okay i don't give a <laughs> fuck he's getting so else.
1: upset about the positions
3: <laughs> no i thought he was following rules trying to be a
2: i mean
1: look those. the whole positions thing is so outdated anyway yeah, like this
3: is not amateur hour you gotta stick to the rules
1: <laughs> if but i
3: well, see, i got will chamberlain starting.
1: i <laughs> mean Sam? but like we were saying before i mean I, the rules are whack like like we're saying demar de rosen is a guard in the all-star <laughs> voting but in All-Pro, he's a forward. You know, Luka's the opposite if he's a guard in the All-Star voting. He's yeah, a forward so on the All-Pro list. But Daniel, <laughs> Devin Booker star, okay?
3: I got Penny Hardaway. I got t next starting. Not even this year's Stop.
1: All-Stars. <laughs> Fine. You put, you put Andrew Wiggins as a starter in the All-Star game. I cannot do it. It. Makes no, me sick.
3: Cat
2: is playing for 24 and 9. Like, do you want starter, to make
1: Cat a starter when he's on one of the worst teams in the league? I mean, well, there's seven. What happened to prioritizing Celtics. They are winning? Above the Celtics. Jalen
3: Brown's an all star.
2: <laughs> more wins than the Celtics. I just had
1: to listen to Dion lecture me for two straight minutes about how the Nets are winning and the Celtics aren't. He puts Cat as a starter. You're he has me. more wins than the Celtics. <laughs> Oh, all right. I mean, that's not that hard to do these days. The Celtics are terrible.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying, like,
1: Anyway, there's nobody else unless you want to put Gobert on it. Who, so th- so then who, <laughs> who do you have as your fifth starter?
3: My fifth starter is actually Draymond Green.
1: Okay. That's right. if mean, we're he playing, is a forward. Technically, <laughs> if we're doing this the right
2: way. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It was just like, every time I think about taylor's they put in Devin Booker as a, as a firm. I,
1: I I just feel like he's the most deserving. Technically, he is like kind of a wing. Techn, kind of. I don't know. You're probably right. I, I admit it, I'm cheating, but I just can't put in Draymond Green or Andrew Wiggins or Cat. I can't do it. <laughs> I, I won't do it. I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> so then, VJ, who are the rest of your reserves then? Who's getting
3: um, my reserves I have Luca Doncic, Chris Paul, Carl Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert, Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, and Andrew Wiggins.
1: Interesting. I also have Chris Paul, Luca, Draymond, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, and Carl Anthony Towns. But after doing a little bit of research, it's not like he's totally not deserving, but I, I kind of feel like Andrew Wiggins isn't an all-star this year. He is having the best season of his career. I agree. But he's really cooled off as of late. In the whole roster you know, shift of the Warriors the past month or so, he's really struggled. And I know he hasn't – Maybe maybe he hasn't played enough, but just based on how he played before he got hurt, I have Paul George. Paul George was balling out of control for the first two He can't even play
3: the rest of the season,
1: though. No, we don't know if he's out for the season yet. They
3: announced he might not play the Okay, all right. Yeah,
1: Yeah, they've given conflicting reports. I think they said he might be out for the season, and then they kind of walked it back and said, well, we'll see in a few weeks. But like we said, ignoring current injuries and just based on whether or not they're deserving, I feel like Paul George is deserving.
2: Dion, who do you have? I I had PG in, but I kind of took him out because he played like fifteen games, twenty games, and it was more. Than that. I'm, 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 was I'm, really I'm gonna 20? agree. I, I agree with you, TC. Like he's definitely deserving, uh, for the way he was playing. He was out of control. Like he, we were talking about it at the beginning of the season when they were like one one and seven or something like that and then they just for some out of nowhere they got into fourth place at, at some point and it was all because of him
1: uh but well, paul george it's kind of cheating but if you vote for paul george you know you're also voting for someone else too like paul george yeah. and andrew wiggins yeah. get in because paul george won't play you know yeah. so that's, why, that's it's, why I'm, it's, it's I'm kind, kind of cheating but
2: yeah anyway that's fair but i have luca like you guys I have book i have cp3 I have Gobert, unfortunately, mm. uh, and then I uh, put Draymond Green in, and then I have two names that might cause a little disruption. You don't have Donovan Mitchell in the All Star game. Uh, I do actually. Actually, okay. Uh, no, wait. What am I saying? No, no, I don't.
1: You um, don't have.
2: Donovan I have. Mitchell. I have. Okay, the Jazz. Okay. They already got one all-star from me. You can flip-flop them. I don't care who goes in, Donovan or Gobert. Uh, But that's all they get, one. (laughs) Um, But I have Anthony Edwards and DeJounte Murray in my reserves.
1: I mean, I don't hate them. Like that, that was the toughest cut for me when I originally thought there were going to be nine going down to seven was cutting Anthony Edwards out of there. Mm-hmm. He really deserves to be an all-star and he's probably not going to, it but really how can not. you in good conscience, not put Donovan Mitchell in the all-star game? Because the jazz only get one.
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. They are a collective. They work well as a team. I'm sorry, but oh man. I, 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 I don't get me wrong. I might put Donovan Mitchell over Gobert, but Gobert, you know, it's been more consistent, been there the whole season. So
1: Donovan Mitchell is averaging twenty six points a game. What else? Five assists, forty five percent from so the field. Gobert
2: is like seventeen or seventeen or something like that. I forgot. Sure, what it was. they should both be All Stars. Nah, man. The Dejounte Murray is averaging almost a triple double. So for me, he has to be. He's really good. Yeah. He's, a, he's the only reason why they got a couple wins like without him there's no
1: spurs would be last right now i once again disagree but that's okay interesting okay that was surprisingly controversial i did not expect that <laughs> we like to be controversial first up good debate yeah i mean a couple deep breaths <laughs> season awards so we're about halfway through the season uh, 82 games this season most teams have played around 44 i think 40 yeah, right. um, 45 somewhere in there yeah i mean some games had to be postponed and stuff but regardless we're about halfway through the season and honestly it kind of it, it makes total sense to have the all-star game in february but it kind of bothers me that it's like two-thirds of the way through the season instead of half but like i said it, it does make the most sense calendar wise to do it after the super bowl and stuff and mm. Yeah. But, so with that being said, since we are halfway through the season next week, we're going to bring you guys our mid season power rankings, but they weren't going to fit.
2: Ooh, ooh. Let's get a day.
1: Yeah. So let's, let's do our mid season awards. So without further ado, let's give you our mid season awards. And since we are accountable to you, the listeners we will also check in with who we If we can remember, I don't remember all of mine. I don't think, but we'll check in with who we gave the award to in the preseason and see if that was a good take or not. So let's start with the six man of the year. Um, And I'm still just as conflicted as I was in the preseason. So I gave it to Jordan Clarkson in the preseason and I'm still giving it to Jordan Clarkson. Like he has played really well. Still. Tyler hero has also played really well. Um, but for right now, I've giving it to Jordan Clarkson.
2: Fair. He's been pretty, pretty, really well. I have Tyler Hero. I had Tyler Hero at the beginning of the season, and I still have him. 20-plus points from the bench is almost unheard of. Uh, he's a big part of why the he are at the top of the East. And, I mean, it's hard to beat that, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Who do, you, who do you have, V?
3: Um, I also have Tyler Hero as my sixth man. I believe I had Jordan Clarkson to start the season, but after seeing Hero average 21 off the bench and have the Heat in the first place in the East, I, I think I changed my mind to
1: T-Hero. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I'm not mad about him. Um, I feel like Jordan Clarkson is just like, maybe it's just because I've seen more Jazz games this year, but I just feel like he's such a huge part of what the Jazz do and he's is Really valuable to what they do. Yeah. But, no doubt. Yeah. Tyler Hero's been really nice.
0: Yeah. Okay. Here,
1: here's an interesting award. And I'm always a little confused about the criteria from the NBA, but it's most improved because mm. mo- most improved, it can mean a lot of different things. Sometimes it's perceived as like comeback player of the year, like if you come back from injury. Sometimes it's like that star who takes that next step. Sometimes it's like that guy who went from bench warmer to really solid player. And so I, you get a lot of different answers when you ask people what who their most improved is. And uh, mine in the preseason was Jean Morant, which honestly, I'm pretty happy with that pick. Yeah. But I want to throw another name out there. Because John Moran is just too obvious. Um, I think another guy who should get really strong consideration for most improved is Desmond Bain. Same team as Ja. Desmond Bain is an absolute bucket. And he is one of the best shooters in the league. And I didn't even know this dude's name at the start of the year. And if you are saying you did, (laughs) you're lying. I never actually remember. I remember him. I remember when he got drafted. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Whatever. All right. (laughs) It's just me. I had never heard of this dude, but I watched him (laughs) in that MLK game against the Bulls, and he blew the doors off of them. He did not miss, and in every game I've watched of his, he doesn't miss from outside. Plays really good defense. Plays heads up, really smart basketball, and I think he deserves a lot of consideration for most improved. It is in all likelihood going to go to John Morant, but I like Desmond Bane a lot. So, I want to throw his name out there. For sure.
2: Uh, I, I like Desmond Bain. Don't get me wrong. Um, I had Jai at the beginning of the year. I'm pretty confident that it's still him, but I, I also am going to throw out another name, uh, mostly because Jai is probably going to be in consideration for MVP. So, I feel like it's going to take away a little bit from his uh, most improved race. Uh, but my name is Miles Bridges. He's averaging eight more points, two more rebounds. That was my well, dark
1: horse, by the way. Huh? Improved at the start of the year. That was my dark horse yeah. that I threw out there. Yeah, yeah. He
2: he, uh, he took an immense step. He went from I don't know, just a role player to like being the number two on that team at, in only one season. Like it's a he took a huge leap, and he's shown this the whole season. It's not just spurts here and there. He's been consistent the whole season, and for that, I have. I, I have to have him in my most improved race. I feel like if not Jai, is going to be him.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love Miles Bridges. He's, mm-hmm. he, he deserves – I don't know if he deserves to be an all-star, but I hope he gets some votes. He is mm-hmm. that good. Yeah.
2: I had him in, but then I remembered there was Zach Levine, and I had to kick him out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Who do you have, B? Yeah, I like
3: both of you guys' picks, and I just found mine. My... So, initially, I thought it was going to be – Lonzo Ball, because I thought he would have been really well in Chicago, but injury and whatnot has kind of hurt him. And I actually ha- – I mentioned Jordan Poole's name before. You
2: have, you have. But I'm
3: actually going with Darius Garland as a most improved player for me. I think what he's done this year for Cleveland is really taking them uh, to new heights, especially with Colin Sexton going out, him taking on most of the responsibilities, creating offense, and Ricky Rubio going out in Cleveland, not really missing a beat. Um, putting up 20 points a game, eight assists. I think he really took a big step, and it uh helped Cleveland not only like get to where they are but kind of have confidence for the future. I
2: completely yeah, agree, attacks. yeah. I, I I had him in my considerations too. Uh, they he he's the main reason, him and Jared Allen, why the Cavs are in fifth right now. Uh, they're tw- they're 21 and 29 and 19. I had him Ooh. I had him coming in 13th place this year. That is insane. Yeah. Come on now.
3: That's crazy.
2: Like Darius Garland took a huge leap. He's becoming one of the like best leaders in the league, in my opinion. Uh, cause he just not he doesn't hunt shots at all. He makes sure his team eats. Cause like you see, like how he starts the game. He he's a distributor at the beginning of the games, and then when he has to take like the 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 ball to the bucket he he'll do that too but like he makes sure that everybody gets in th- into rhythm that's why he has like five assists in the first quarter every game he is he's making sure that everybody's good for the game get, get them heated up and i love that about him his game
1: yeah his game is really grown when he came out of vanderbilt he was supposed to be like a pure shooter and that's really it yeah. but every time i turn on the highlights you know every time I'm, watching Cavs highlights on Sports Center, It's him going to the basket and having sweet finishes. So his game has really grown a lot. Mm -hmm, For sure. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. All right. Rookie of the year. At the start of the year, I had Cade Cunningham. And instead of Cade Cunningham, I think it's the guy I wish I had the stones to pick at the start (laughs) of the year. I wanted to. I wanted to, but I didn't, and that's Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley, since we're talking about the Cavs, absolute difference maker. Yeah, He looks like in a couple of years, he's going to be the defensive player of the year. Really efficient on offense, has a lot of Chris Bosh in him, but I think a little bit more athletic and better on defense. So the sky's the limit for him.
2: I like it. I have him too.
1: I, I had Cade
2: Cunningham at the beginning. But both him and Jalen Green have been a little underwhelming this first half of the season. Actually, a lot under, like very underwhelming in my opinion. Um, I had really high expectations for Cade. Not saying that he's a he's a bust at all because he's he put, he puts up numbers on on that team. But the contribution that Evan Mobley has brought to the Cavs is another big part of of their success. So uh, I have to have him for my rookie of the year for the first half. With the season.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm right there with y'all. I got Evan Mobley too. I was on the Jalen Green train coming into the season, but like Dia has not really been that great. But um Evan Mobley has looked like Tim Duncan waiting to happen. Um he looks like Rudy Gobert. If Rudy Gobert could play defense on the perimeter too, the way he's able to switch and guard almost one through five. And he could play make for a young rookie. So I think he's got to be because his team is also winning, which is important.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think you could also really throw some love at Scotty Barnes as much as you know, hate as yeah. we threw his way, you know, before the year. Uh, Franz Wagner has also been really good for the Magic. Facts, but I think at this point, I think the only thing that will stop Evan Mobley, or that should stop Evan Mobley, is him getting injured. So mm-hmm. his stats aren't the most impressive. But if, if you apply the eye test, it's Evan Mobley by a mile. What sure. he does for on mm-hmm. a pretty good team, he's, he's just a difference maker at every phase. All right, let's move on to coach of the year then. Or no, let's do defensive player of the year first. Um, my defensive player of the year is, I also begrudgingly give this, but I think you got to give it to Draymond Green so far. Draymond Green last year, Struggled at a lot of points. I don't think his effort necessarily diminished that much. And I think Draymond Green has to be on a good team for his efforts to really shine through. I don't think you could put Draymond Green on the Pistons and he would turn it around in any way. He holds guys accountable, but his defense really shines through when he has, you know, the, the people around him. Anyway, I digress, but I think he's been that good defensively this year and has really led and anchored that Warriors defense, which has really um, reemerged this season. So I think I, I got to give it to Draymond for Defensive Player of the Year.
2: I like that pick. Definitely, he's a, we all know what he is capable to, to do on the defensive end. Um, but I'm going to take a, a different uh, – Defensive Player of the Year for this first half. Um, I want to reward the Memphis Grizzlies defense because they have the best defense in the league right now. They have the most steals per game, the most blocks per games, and a big part of that is Jaren Jackson Jr. Uh, he's averaging two point two blocks and one steal a game, uh, and he's just he's just all around like one of the main reasons why that defense work is his motor, and combined with you know. Desmond Bain and Steven Adams, they they make Fort in there. And that's why they win games. That's why they win games by 70 points because the other team can't score. Uh, so I'm rewarding the best defensive player on that team because they have the best defensive
1: uh, ratings. Uh, and that is Jaron Jackson Jr. I, th- I think that's a hot take, but I'm honestly not They're- mad at it. Mm-hmm. The thing with... Like I said, I'm not mad at it for me. It's hard to single out one guy on that Grizzlies team because I feel like they do it as such yeah. a unit. But if you were to single one out, I think it would be JJJ. Mm-hmm. So,
3: yeah, his numbers are crazy,
1: his yeah. defensive metrics are crazy.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not mad at it.
1: I had to give it to him.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm also going to take Draymond Green as my defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. I think Draymond Green is the smartest defender in the NBA probably. And like probably the best defensive coordinator slash QB as far as calling out things, Um, reading other offensive players' eyes. Like I think he does a good job of like quarterbacking things from behind the scene, letting Steph know, you know, this is how you should guard that because they're going to attack you. I'll be on your left here to help. Or he's telling young guys too, like, listen, cheat over a little bit, or we're going to cover here on the weak side, but just make sure, you know, you're in the passing lane and whatnot. So I think Draymond Green, when he's motivated, and I don't think he was last year, but when he's got a good team around him, he's motivated to win. Like that's when his defensive effort shines through. So I think I definitely got to give it to him, at least for this year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Warriors being so good on defense, despite having Steph Curry and Andrew Wiggins out there for most possessions, means that you got to give Draymond Green a lot of credit.
2: Yeah, for sure. All
1: right. I I have a feeling we're all going to agree on this one, but let's move on to coach of the year. We're not. (laughs) We're not? We're not. Okay. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to give it to Taylor Jenkins. Uh, I keep waiting for the Grizzlies to fall off a cliff, and they keep blowing the doors off of teams. Like They are blowing teams out good teams and it's at some point you got to throw up your hands and say it's no accident at, at some point you got to believe what your eyes are telling you and the Grizzlies are for real and Taylor Jenkins is the biggest reason for that he has a young team really believing in themselves and playing the right way really competing on the defensive end but playing smart not just giving great effort there's lots of teams that give great effort you watch a magic game and they don't give up but they just don't have that iq they make a lot of dumb mistakes because they're just trying to play hard mm-hmm. but the grizzlies are the opposite of that they have a ton of energy but they play incredibly smart they don't foul and nothing comes easy so and i think you got to give taylor jenkins a ton of credit for that for sure Look, I,
2: I totally i totally understand uh grizzlies grizzlies have been a force to be reckoned with still like a big enigma in my opinion like you said tc like i don't understand how they keep winning uh such a high clip because like i understand if you know seventh or eighth and you're battling for playoffs but like they are third right now in the west that is something that cannot be uh undervalued but I have to give it to Monty Williams for the for for how they've been playing. They won what was it, 17 straight, at one point. They're on a six game streak right now. Uh, they're 36 and nine. They have some of the best ratings, uh, both offensively, us offensively and defensively. Uh, and they're they're just a force to be reckoned with right now. And I don't, I don't want to discredit any of what the Grizzlies have done because props. I'm like super impressed but uh Phoenix, you know, they're first in the west. 36 and 9. I have to give it to Monty Williams cuz we all know how good of a coach he is.
1: you should yeah. already have a coach of the year too. He should have won it last year. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Exactly. That's that's what I was going to say like um you could have gave it to Monty last year and that's why I think he should win it this year. The mm-hmm. Suns when you ask who's been the most consistent se- team throughout the season it has been the Phoenix Suns. Like they've never really had a bad stretch, I would say. Yeah. Um, and they have been, you know, dominating teams. I, they have the largest um, win differential too, like winning by almost nine points a game. So, and I think what, he's done a great job with them of not letting them have that finals hangover where, you know, yeah. they lose and then regress. They've actually gotten, they look better than they did last year, actually. So, and then he's developing those bigs. Um, yeah, they have depth this year at the at the center position with JaVale and Bismack Biyombo. So now you can't really pump them around inside. I think that's a credit to Monty Williams and trusting his guys and preaching the same principles as last season.
2: Yeah. And it's crazy because like at the beginning of the year, like the first two weeks, we were like, What the hell is going on? Right. Remember, exactly. like they were like one and four or five, and we were like, What's, terrible. what's happening? Right terrible. Now? And like Ever since then, they lost like five games, and we're halfway yeah. through more oh, than halfway through the season, and that is very impressive to me. Yeah, one thing, real. one thing I will point out is how stupid I was in thinking that Nate McMillan was gonna win coach of the year. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, everybody <laughs> at home. It was probably one of the, the dumbest takes I've ever had in on this podcast because they fucking suck, but that's okay. <laughs> they can't come back, they can't they, they can't still come back. <laughs>
1: I mean, they played a little better as of late. Yeah,
2: they 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 went they, they are on a four game win streak. You know, what I'm saying
1: they're back in the in the play in tournament race. <laughs> yeah, I gave it to Coach Bud in the preseason. No, but what you guys are saying with Monty Williams is it's not like they've been without adversity either. This mm-hmm. whole DeAndre Ayton contract situation yeah. was a, a landmine. You yeah. know, the whole son's owner and that scandal that was a landmine. They yeah. started off the year bad. Everyone was couldn't wait to get the phrase "finals hangover" out of their mouths. That was a landmine. So it's not like they haven't had adversity. Yeah, that's a great point. Actually, I mean, he's really led that team around all of that, and they are a well-oiled machine. So then, let's talk about the big one. Then, <clears throat> most valuable player, and I want you guys to hear me out on this one. Okay, I surface JT. I swear. <laughs> I swear after 51 points it is in fact Jason no, I'm just kidding I was about to um, say I was going to lose my shit <laughs> hey, shout out to JT for, that, for that 50 51 yesterday that was nice no <laughs> I personally had this dude in the thick of the MVP race the entire time and but other guys were getting the headlines Steph Curry started the year was magnificent. He's cooled off as of late. Giannis, absolute beast, all the time. Bucks haven't quite been good as good as advertised. Um, Kevin Durant, you can always be safe and give it to Kevin Durant. The Nets are still really good. Have haven't quite been as good as of late. And so, for all of those reasons, I genuinely think. That if the season ended today, you could give MVP to Ja Morant. I really do. And I know that's a little bit of a hot take. Yes, Jokic is once again doing things that you have never seen a center do. Kevin Durant, always a safe pick. And is the biggest reason why the Nets are one of the scariest teams in the East. I said with Giannis and stuff deserving. But what the Grizzlies have done this season cannot be overstated. And I think just the fact that they were good without him shouldn't mean that his value to that team should be brought down any less. He's still the biggest reason why they win games. He is spectacular, plays great defense, really brings an edge to that team, plays extremely hard, one of the best playmakers in the NBA, and on shockingly, one of the best teams in the league. And so I really think you could give, I don't know if he'll be there at the end, but if the season ended today, I really think I would give MVP to John Morant. All right. Let me have it.
3: Um, I'm not mad at that at all. I think anyone who picks John Morant, you can't really fight him on that just because the grill is having really good all year. Um, But I'm actually sticking to my preseason pick with Giannis as MVP. Um, I think. The, the crazy thing about the Bucks is they go under the radar and secretly, like, have been dominating teams. Um, they just beat the the Grizzlies last week, actually. They beat the Warriors. I mean, beat the Warriors. Like, it wasn't even close. Um, they, they smacked the Nets a couple weeks ago. They've beaten the Lakers. They just beat the Bulls. So all of the top teams in the NBA, the Bucks have beaten. And then when you look at Giannis, he's putting up 29 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists, 1 steal and a block. Like he's doing everything for his team. And there's nights where Giannis will play center with Brooke Lopez being out, and then when Drew has been out with COVID or injury, Giannis has played the point guard position. Like he played point guard against the Nets and then he played center I think against the Hornets the Nets. Like it's just like that kind of versatility and he just does it every night in multiple different fashions. So um I think you got to look at him. Has been the most valuable player this year.
2: Yeah, those are both great picks. I mean, even with the Bucks, like they had their ups and downs, but Giannis has always been there. Of course, like the main part of why they're there. They're one game back from first in the East. Like we're talking about uh, Eastern Conference that sep- the first six teams are separated by two games. Like that's insane to me. Like one through twelve, they're they're eight games away. That's unheard of, especially in the East. And Giannis, like, he is so undercover. Like, he could have, like, a 40-point game and nobody would even talk about it. He could have a 50-point game and nobody will even talk about it. People focus on a 30-point game from KD or some more than Giannis going forward, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, nice. And for the jaw argument, like, I totally agree. He's definitely deserving of the MVP. I love that pick. Because I love Ja, like he's a great player. He was one of my pick for most improved this year, and he's surpassed all of my expectations and and then more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think a player that is absolutely indispensable for, for like they need him to even like be close in games. Isn't it Jokic? They're in sixth place. They're not even in the playing tournament. They're in sixth place in the West. And everybody is injured on that team. Every fucking body is injured on that team. And he is putting up insane numbers. Without him, they will be at the bottom of the West. Uh, in my like my personal opinion, they will probably be last because of all the injuries. Uh, and he's putting up insane numbers. Uh, he had four triple doubles in a row this week, score one of them scoring 49 points. He's averaging 26, 14, and 7, and 1.4 steals a game. Like, he's doing it all for that team. He's giving all of it, all of his body. I don't know how he maintains without getting injured because he's a big – like, he is – he's big. So – and he's been so consistent. He just plays at his own pace, slows down the game. He doesn't care if the other team try to speed him up. He will just dictate the pace of the game. And I think that – He has been amazing this season. Not as much during the beginning. He was kind of like low-key, but he's turned it up this past couple weeks to a whole other level. And he's the only reason why they win games, in my opinion. There's nobody else on that team.
1: Yeah, I mean, the MVP race is going to be crazy. Yeah. Because I think there's about eight guys that you could very easily give the MVP to. Like the three we mentioned, um, you can definitely give it to Jokic, uh, Giannis, Kevin Durant easily. Steph, Steph, Steph is gonna get hot. not if he's gonna get hot again. He's gonna get hot again. Mm-hmm. He's in a pretty bad slump right now, but he's gonna yeah. get hot. Um, LeBron is having, mm-hmm. you know, after a little bit of a rocky start and like by start i mean like the first five or six games <laughs> in vintage, yeah. lebron as good as he's ever been yeah after that he's got 29 um, points a game that's insane this year yeah 18. mvp pot- voters i think are immune to lebron at this point i don't yeah. think no matter what he does i don't think he'll actually get mvp but yeah. he definitely is deserving yeah um demar I think you got to throw demar in there Joel um,
2: too. Joel.
1: Joel is starting to play himself into that. Yeah. You know, the the question for him is will he continue to be healthy enough? Yeah. Um, but yeah, any of those guys I think you could very realistically give MVP to. So it's gonna be crazy to see how that how it the, the race shapes up to finish the season if we're if they're so tightly packed in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm.
2: Throw Luca in there too, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, he could. He could definitely get there. He's been in and
2: out, but like they're, four, they're four, yeah. fourth or fifth in the in the West. Twenty six, nine yeah. and nine. That's come on now. Ever
3: since
1: when
2: he came, came back, they've been
1: really good. Yeah, but. yeah. So, side note, the thing with Luca is like I feel like he hasn't changed that much since his rookie year. But his rookie year, he was completely spectacular, and he continues to be spectacular. But because he hasn't changed that much, we're mm-hmm. like. Suddenly, not that interested in Luca like yeah. we were. He's gonna have a like.
3: For, he's gonna be taken for granted because he's so good.
1: Yeah, it's like you know what, what's wrong with being really, really consistent. Yeah. If at, you know a twenty-six point triple double every night, why? why yeah. we suddenly. <laughs> exactly. You're the right. only
2: thing that's different this year is that they they're winning a few more games, but
1: he has to keep that. Yeah, up go going things. into last season, I thought luca was overrated now i think he's underrated people forgot completely yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i'm with you on that all right i think we're gonna have to talk about the sixers next week so then let's get right into our five games of the week Uh, mm -hmm. i have 23 and 17 they are slightly better than that (laughs) anyway say what your record is
2: 26 and 14
1: Same, 26. It's a long season. It's a long season. Yeah. We we, we, we got a lot of weeks left. So, first game of the week then, Tuesday night. Lakers go on the road to visit the Nets. VJ, who do you like? Uh,
3: Against my better judgment, I am going to pick the Los Angeles Lakers at Barclays Center. Uh, A.D. might play. And – Kyrie and Katie will not be playing, so this time I think the Lakers get it done.
2: I pick the Lakers. I, I pick the Lakers because if they don't win, I will literally go to LA and beat them up because there's no way they lose this series, uh, especially against a team that doesn't have two superstars. It's after what they
1: after what they did to me on Christmas? No shot. Am I picking the Lakers? I'm taking the Nets. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this was the Celtics. It'd be different.
1: It was the Celtics. It would be different. I, mean, I guess <laughs> we'll see Celtics here in a minute. All right, game number two, Wednesday night, Suns at the Jazz. Jazz still have a pretty good record, even though they're just received a good hustle award. Dion, who do you like? Just get it out of the way. <laughs> uh, you
2: guys already know. I do this every time, and regardless about uh, regardless of who they play, is always gonna be fuck the jazz i'm picking the suns <laughs> the best team in the in the league right now oh
1: man BJ.
3: i think i'm gonna also roll with the suns um for all the reasons i gave monty williams coach of the year
1: just consistent mm-hmm. yeah sun suns by a million yeah because i don't think i don't it,
2: think donovan mitchell and gobert are playing Because so gobert not playing tonight i don't really because they're, they're they playing did. tonight
1: too the same team donovan
3: mitchell didn't play last night either
1: Mm-hmm. The Suns find ways to make games close, but they also lose those games. So I'm still not worried. Game number three. It is close right Celtics now. Celtics at the Hawks. That's crazy. The Celtics have hurt me time and time again. But with all that being said, I don't give a damn. Fuck my New Year's resolution. Give me the Celtics,
3: <laughs> bro. This is a deja vu. This is like a <laughs> New the, <laughs>
2: Just because you did that, and now I know the Celtics are gonna lose, so I'm gonna like, bro,
1: come on, the Hawks are buns. I'm
2: taking the Hawks, they're on a four game win streak. Uh, TC picked uh, picked the Celtics, so they're gonna lose, so I'm going with the Hawks at home.
1: Uh, That's fair, that's honestly the smart pick. Uh, (laughs) BJ,
3: I'm gonna take the Celtics, I don't know why, but I believe Mm -hmm. they might turn the corner. They might turn the corner,
1: they've been playing. Better as of late. Yeah. They haven't been playing good teams? But better. But they're playing better. So, hey, right. sometimes you got to play some bad teams to get out of the slump. They've been playing better. So, I'm not getting my hopes up, but at least my eyeballs haven't been bleeding when I've watched them. Game number four, Dion. go ahead and get it out of the way again. Uh, Jazz at Celtics (laughs) or Jazz at Grizzlies Friday night. (laughs) You guys want to repeat? You guys want to encore?
2: Fuck the Jazz. I'm (laughs) taking the Grizzlies at home. Hell yeah. No shot that the Jazz beat the Grizzlies at home. I'm sorry, especially without their, their stars.
1: DJ, you agree?
3: Yeah, I'm taking the Grizzlies at home too. That could be an interesting game, but I'm going with the Grizzlies.
1: Yeah, I'm also taking the Grizzlies. Grizzlies have gone one way, Jazz have gone the other. Crazy to think that the Jazz blew the doors off them in the playoffs just last year.
3: Yeah. It don't make no sense.
1: They
2: completely flipped the script. <laughs> the only player that's different, I feel like, is Stephen Adams. That's
1: the power of the of Stephen Adams, baby.
2: Jason Momoa.
1: And finally, game number five, probably the best game of the week, in my opinion, Nets at the Warriors, KD returns once again. EJ, do you like?
3: Um, I'm taking the Warriors, and for the opposite of the reason you just named, KD won't be playing. <laughs> so, I'm taking the Warriors against the Nets. Or yeah, I'm taking the Warriors there. I think that'll be uh, Clay Thompson definitely get up for this one though. So I think you have a big game finally when he returns.
2: Wait, is KD playing or not that game? He's not. He's injured. Oh, I'm taking the the Warriors. Six
3: weeks. Yeah, I'm taking the
1: Warrior for sure. Is Kyrie playing though? Can he play in California? No, that's what I
3: don't. I don't.
2: He cannot.
1: That's why. That's why
3: Andrew
2: Wiggins had to get vaccinated.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's tough. I'm conflicted. I I keep going back and forth because the Warriors have not been as good the past couple weeks they barely beat the rockets the other day barely by the narrowest of margins right but i i think no KD, no Kyrie should mean that the warriors win so i'll take the warriors so yeah Dion, you agree that already
2: yeah oh yeah i said I'm, I'm taking the warriors okay
1: fair enough All right. Before we wrap up, let's go out of bounds real quick to our totally non basketball related topic. And this is my go to because this topic reveals everything I need to know about a person. And I cannot believe I haven't asked (laughs) these two gentlemen before I got into the podcast business with them because your answer to this tells me everything I need to know about you. Okay. Bring it. So then, with that being said, I need to know what you guys' top breakfast cereals are. Okay.
3: How many can we have?
1: As many as you feel like you need to mention. Oh, All well, of them. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> I know, VJ, I know, anytime we go out of bounds, BJ comes with, like, 25. I got an encyclopedia of the <laughs> I don't know, he gave, well, like, a... his full, like, top 20 when we did our favorite <laughs> video games the other day.
3: Oh, Wasn't even it. close to done
1: yeah i mean that's that's a big topic we could talk about we could do a whole episode just about our favorite video games but all right vj well what is if you had uh, before you give your whole list what is your absolute go-to it's saturday morning okay you have nothing else going on you roll out of bed at 1030. You probably don't. You're an early riser. You actually get shit done, unlike me. But you roll out of bed at whatever sleeping in is for you. You turn on a movie. What is your go-to breakfast cereal?
3: All right. Before I get to my list, my go-to, absolutely. I got stabbed Me A Bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch at the rate.
1: <laughs> That's a good one. That is quality,
3: right? Like the little cinnamon in mini 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 left in the milk that you get.
1: You mm-hmm. gotta have
3: one of those with you. From from mm-hmm. my top choice, cinnamon toast crunch.
1: I would argue that the milk left over from cinnamon toast crunch is it's, the best milk.
3: It's like the best part. That's why you eat this cereal. Exactly.
2: Elite, <laughs> Elite
1: level milk.
2: Facts. That's damn sure.
1: That cinnamon sugar milk hits different. I'm, I'm with you on that. Yep. Okay, Dion. What is your? We'll we'll get to our honorable mentions, but what is your go-to? Your number one? Uh, go-to cereal. I don't want to disappoint, but it's the same as BJ's. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, CTC all dirt. Oh, I'm not dirt. mad at it. That that shit does slap. Smack. Me. Smack. smack. smack <laughs> I. It's hard to pick between two for me. I think if I have gun to my head, I had to pick my top breakfast cereal, my go-to breakfast cereal. I think it's gotta be Reese's Puffs. I'm a huge okay. Reese's Puff guy. Okay. Not mad at it. No, I, I yeah. I'm definitely not mad at it. I love Reese's. Because food. the thing with Reese's Puffs is you can get to the bottom of the bowl. You could even like answer a text or you know, not eat while you're You know the college basketball game is on commercial, and that bottom of the bowl is still crunchy.
3: Oh, oh! Some cereals, some Mm -hmm. cereals, you you blink, (laughs) it's soggy. See, that's my
1: thing is I cannot (laughs) trust people who pick cereals that don't have good longevity. Like, don't get me wrong, Fruity Pebbles are good. They taste. Watch what you say. Watch
2: what. Watch what what you. Bro, the (laughs)
1: second you put that milk in. They evaporate into down. dust. There's,
2: there's, 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 a, there's a way to it. There's, like there's, the Thanos snap.
1: That's exactly yes. what happens to Fruity Pebbles as soon as you put that milk in. Hey, Fruity Pebbles is the <laughs> shit. Like, they love, taste good. They taste good. Fruity Pebbles. But how am I supposed to take a cereal seriously that cannot handle milk? How am I Just, supposed to do it? Eat fast. Just... <laughs>
2: That's all Bro, I do. don't
1: want to eat it that fast.
2: Oh, the, you <laughs> you enjoy it. What do you got to
1: do? To Put in like three paper. spoonfuls and, you know, an ounce of milk at a time? Hey, you got to be quicker than that. I <laughs> got time for that. <laughs> so with that being said, um, I also love Cinnamon Life. That doesn't have great longevity. I'll have to do like a third of a bowl at a time, but Cinnamon Life is worth it. I I love Lucky Charms. Gotta have Lucky mm. Charms. A little
3: marshmallows.
1: Yeah. There's a couple more. I can't think of them off Captain, Crunch. My yeah. mm. Captain Crunch. Yeah. I don't think mm. with Captain mm. Crunch is, though, it's like eating a bowl of glass. It, it'll tear it, the shit out of your it, mouth. It will, but it Bad. tastes good. It, I'll longevity. still eat it. I'll still, <laughs> so I'll eat, still it. eat it. Pumpkin. That's the
3: LeBron James of cereals. That shit is going to be around. Tom Tom Brady of cereals.
1: That's more like the old grit and grind grizzlies of cereals. It's not pretty, but it gets the job done. It's going to be around forever. If you have more than one bowl in one sitting, you are going to the ER. I don't care who you are. Yeah,
3: the roof of your mouth is going to be back.
1: Like the taste of blood will start to overwhelm the cereal, but it's good.
3: (laughs) It is tasty, but painful.
1: Mm. It is good. All right, VJ, give us the whole list.
3: All right. All right. So, you know, you got to have Cookie Crisp in there. Yes.
1: Yes. Bro, my mom wouldn't let me have it. Cookie Crisp? She wouldn't. wouldn't I got to talk
3: to Mama Call. I got to talk to That's right. Yeah. Deprived as a child. That is some of the best stuff I've ever had. I used to sneak it. I guess we're on two ends of the spectrum. I used to sneak it. and <laughs> My mom mm-hmm. said, <laughs> I will <would> find it. <laughs> um, we mentioned this, Captain Crunch. I think you could add in, I think there's a peanut butter one, too. Then there's like the fruit one. But the, the OG Captain Crunch, got to have it. Like I said before, cinnamon toast crunch. Um, so this one, it, it a little bit on on the soggy side sometimes, but if you eat it fast enough, you still get chocolate rice crispies. What they mm. do to your milk afterwards, uh, that chocolate that chocolate gooeyness in the milk, perfect. <laughs>
1: Ice Krispies are very underrated. <laughs> Even though it does get a little bit soggy, the texture right. of Ice Krispies is still really good. Yeah.
3: Exactly. Um, then these last two gotta have Golden Grams in there somewhere. That that honey deliciousness that also gets in the milk and does something to me. And then I love <laughs> Honey Nut Cheerios. I really do. That is another. Nothing wrong with it? Tasty, uh, delight of breakfast.
1: Mm-hmm. Gotta love it. You got it. You got to throw frosted flakes in there too. Yeah, yes. for frosted sure. Frosted flakes, for sure. They are great. They are. Frosted mini Wheats, too are definitely good. There there's a I don't know
2: what the name of these are. It's like so when you go to the supermarket they're like in a brown gigantic bag. They look like little like seeds. Have you guys ever seen them? Like br- like go- brown kind of golden
1: are they like the golden puffs, the off brand? Oh, no no, 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 no,
2: no. Oh. <sighs> oh, my God. I don't know their
1: their name, but hey,
2: I
3: fucking. Honey Smacks? Are they Honey Smacks?
1: I have, not, I have to find it now. <laughs> I'll tell you what else I like. I actually just tried uh, Frosted Checks the other day. Oh, not yeah. bad.
3: Not They're bad good. at
1: all. They, yeah. yeah, they started to put some flavors on the Checks, and I'm kind of a fan. I've had Honey Nut Checks now. That's pretty good.
3: Honey yeah, Nut Checks is fire.
1: Yeah. But the, the the character reveal of cereal comes in Raisin Bran. If you say <laughs> that your favorite, if you have an opportunity
3: <laughs>
1: to pick any single cereal that you can and you pick Raisin Bran, I'm sorry, I want no part of you. Trust it. What you about cannot Ray be Bran trusted. They brag Definitely about putting be two scoops of raisins in that bitch. <laughs> no. Raisins are disgusting. Bran is disgusting. Why the fuck would you combine them? And why would you want to start your day like that? Breakfast is the most important meal of the day, and you're going to waste it on raisins and bran? Hell no. <laughs> if I became president of the United States, the first thing I would do is outlaw raisin bran. Shit disgusting. <laughs> also, I found out the name
2: of the cereal, and VJ was right; it was Honey Smacks. Those shits be hitting
1: delicious. I don't,
2: I don't know if yeah, I ever had them,
1: but ooh, child. oh, child, those, yeah. those are good. I like. Those. Oh my god, Very I don't know what it is cereal. about them,
2: but they do something to me. Mm. Uh, they coming. I don't know that
3: bag.
1: I don't know if it just means I'm a child, but I'm just a huge cereal guy. Oh, like sing. it's 11 p.m. You know I need a break from my homework. What am I doing? I'm getting a bowl and getting a bowl jug of milk. Getting a bowl. <laughs> uh, I I know I'm kind of weird too because I will drown my cereal in milk. Hey, cereal like, first. Nothing wrong with that. You guys put milk first. Yes. Yeah. Are you serious? That's <laughs> that's the, the only thing. I'm proud. Okay, raisin raisin brand is worse. That's close. You cannot put milk first. How do you know? Why not? Where's the rules? What do you mean where's the rules? It's right here. Look. No. How are you supposed to know how much milk you need? Uh you put it in and then Because you put the it measure in. No, no, no. The measure is you put the cereal first and then you pour the milk to the top and you leave just enough room to where you can push your cereal down so it's totally the, immersed. This is this is why you
2: have problems with cereal like getting like soggy. You put the I have no first, problems with it. And then it comes and then you put
3: the cereal in. So they go down. It's the, next, per- it's the down. next Instagram poll right here.
1: This the they next
2: poll. Slowly go down on the milk so they don't get soggy too fast. Think about it. It's revolutionary. Nah, I,
1: it's a <laughs> blasphemy.
2: It's treason. Hey, I know I'm not gonna get a lot of heat for it,
1: you but you should be arrested. I do it all the time. <laughs> all right, let it let us know on social media what your favorite cereals are. If you're a heathen like Dion, and you put that in first, <laughs> all right. If you guys are listening to this, know that we appreciate you guys. Be sure to follow us on social media at the Dot Podcast. Interact with us. Let us know what you guys think. We'll catch you guys next time.
3: Did you? Did you
1: even name yours, TC? Oh yeah, Reese's Puffs baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, you only had Reese's. that one. Well, no, I had Reese's Puffs, Lucky Charm.